sixth edition of the women's big bash league is almost upon us and on this episode of avneer presents clean bold podcast along with my co-host ananya upendran i have with me yash lahoti the ceo of women's cricket zone the three of us look at how the eight teams line up ahead of this season let's begin with melbourne stars first the wooden spoon holders as far as 2019 was concerned they've had a major reshuffle with a new coach and a captain coming in ananya how do you rate melbourne stars squad with the new recruits and the team combination they have for the sixth edition of the wbbl um well i think uh, melbourne stars have recruited really really well especially considering you know the way that their batting has looked very shallow over the last couple of seasons and with the likes of you know lanning siver even brant with her all round abilities coming in the retention of minyon dupri and the i suppose uh, you know the growth of anabel sutherland over the last 6 to 8 months uh, they look like a very strong squad i think they've recruited really well and uh, you know siver and brant also add to the bowling attack that's something you know they haven't had a very penetrative attack and i think they they seem to have covered all bases with their recruiting options are something that everybody of us likes to have in life and melbourne stars at least on paper seem to have plenty of bait batting bait bowling uh, yes if there's one or two players you would uh, keep an eye on who would that be for the stars yes sutherland is going to be one player uh, who's grown a lot in the past year and definitely uh, she's going to be one of the uh, key players to watch out for uh, as well as will be lanin's captaincy and sivers on all round abilities so yeah this will be this will be the players to watch out for uh, for melbourne stars before moving on to the second team one quick final word about melbourne stars where do you think they'll finish yes you first i suppose they'll be the winners of this edition a very strong squad i expect them to win uh, this time around a very bold prediction where do you stand ananya um i'm not sure about winning especially considering uh, you know it's in a bubble it's a long tournament and all that stuff but i, I think melbourne stars should at least make the top 4 let's move on to hobart hurricanes the team that finished 7th on the point table last season they have a wonderful mixture of youth and experience if i may so say but one of the major key aspects is the departure of heather knight so Ananya, do you think that's a major factor as far as Hobart Hurricanes is concerned? Oh, maybe. I mean, considering she was, she did lead the side. She she played a huge role with both bat and ball. But I think they've again they've recruited well. They have Rachel Priest. They brought in Rachel Priest. They have Naomi Stallenberg. And I think uh, you know with Chloe Tryon in the mix as well, they have power in their batting. And last time it was their top order that didn't fire. So I think the addition of Stallenberg is huge for them. Um, but i think the bigger loss will be taylor willemick considering you know she is injured and out of the tournament completely who's going to partner vakriva who's going to you know be the enforcer with the ball is going to be the question with uh, you know hurricanes batting firepower is one of one of the things that stands out when you look at the hobart hurricanes with haley matthews chloe tryon is that is that something that you keep an eye on yes as far as hurricanes are concerned so how will rachel priest play after possibly a gap of 8 months is going to be one of the key questions she was uh, she was not given a new zealand contract retired and now we see her uh, moving from thunder to hurricanes 
So that's going to be an important factor how Rachel Priest plays at the top of the order. Same goes with uh, Hayley Matthews. She hasn't been in the best of form. Uh, and try on the same case. She hasn't played for eight months. So none of the players have a good recent experience. So And Hurricanes have had six changes. With no Taylor Wilmink, uh, how does Hurricanes play? Uh, that's going to be an important factor to look out for. Remember, it's a 14-member squad that Hurricanes have finalized. But Ananya, your expectations from the, the side in purple this season? Um, I mean, as as positive as I'd like to be with Hurricanes, I think I don't see them finishing in the top four. I think if they have to finish in the top four, I think someone like Nikola Carey and uh, Belinda Vakareva will have to play huge roles. But I think at the at best, maybe like five or six. Yes, do you echo her thoughts or do you have a different take to this? I think so. They'll go for the wooden spoon this year. Uh, two two teams we are done with. Two bold predictions from Yash, I'd say, because not many people single out teams to finish at top or the bottom. All right, let's move to Sydney Thunder next. Ahead of the Men's Cricket World Cup in 2019, there was a mini kind of unofficial campaign where they, they kind of wanted England to win the tournament based on their jersey. If I had the power, I would do the same with Sydney Thunder. I love their jersey. But that's one of the last things that matter when it comes to the WBBL. So, Yash, what's your take on Sydney Thunder this season? Uh, so, Thunder have had two huge retirements. Blackwell and Farrell uh, both have retired. Uh, Priest and Sellenberg have been uh, traded off. The good thing is they have a good top order. They've got Sammy, Sammy Joe Johnson. They've got Tammy Beaumont. They have Rachel Haynes at the top. And they've got Heather Knight, England skipper. And there is a huge hype around Feeblage Field. So the top five looks well settled. But uh, except for Shabnim Ismail from, uh, from the international category, there is not a lot of bowling to look out, uh, look out for. So yeah, uh, Sydney Thunder have a decent batting uh, order. But yeah, the bowling is going to be trouble for them. Traditionally, Sydney Thunder have always kind of lacked a match, the match winner, someone who can turn games on their head. But come to the sixth edition, there's Sammy Beaumont, there's Heather Knight, there's leadership covered. Ananya, how do you look at uh, Sydney Thunder this season? Yeah, I mean, as Yash said, I think those two retirements have, uh, you know, obviously hurt them. But again, they've covered for them well. They've brought in Heather Knight, uh, England skipper, top order batters, can can play a similar role to what Alex Blackwell did. And then you have Sammy Joe Johnson to kind of lead the attack alongside Shabnam Ismail, kind of replacing uh, Rene Farrell. But again, they look outside that international group alongside Rachel Haynes. They lack, a, they lack experience, I think. But again, there's ex, there are some exciting youngsters. You have Phoebe Litchfield, Hannah Darlington. And I think Samantha Bates with her left arm spin is, is one of those players that you kind of, uh, that flies under the radar but holds their attack together. I think she's going to play a very crucial role with new ball and, you know, in the middle overs to kind of, I suppose, give them a bit of, uh, you know, variety to the attack, which with uh, the youngsters looks very pace heavy. So I think, I, I, I mean, Thunder will struggle because they're, they have some experience, but they have, you know, a lot of youngsters in their squad. So I don't see them, you know, really doing very, very well. But, you know, it's, it's a development tournament. So you hope they, you know, develop well, I suppose. Winning is a habit. Playing is a habit. And there are 
quite a few in this Sydney Thunder squad with that habit. Be it playing cricket in recent times, him, Heather Knight, Tammy Beaumont, Rachel Haynes, or these people who also won titles in the past. So, Anand, do you see them uh, at least finish in top four, or what's your expectation as far as Sydney Thunder is concerned? Again, I think the experienced group will uh, a lot will rely on them. I think if uh, considering they are coming from cricket, there is a possibility that that group will do really well. And if they do, I think uh, Thunder may push for a I suppose a number four finish, but I, I again I think six, five or six. Phoebe Litchfield was one of the youngsters who sort of set the stage on fire in the fifth edition of WBBL. Yash, would you keep an eye on her? Who do you think uh, will be one of the standout performers for Thunder and your overall assessment of Thunder? Uh, Litchfield should be good, but I expect a lot from Shabnam Ismail. She's been really good for the past couple of years. But yeah, the last eight months, we can't be very sure about how they have been able to keep themselves fit, how much of a skill training they have done. But yeah, I think so. it's going to be Shabnam Ismail, uh, the player to watch out for. All right, let's move on to Sydney Sixers next. Ellis Perry, Elisa Healy, Danepan Nikos, Marizan Kabiza names enough for you to win a championship, isn't it, Yash? What's your first take looking at Sixers squad this season? Absolutely. So, uh, the names they have, the core group they have, it's a well-settled group. They, they are something which a Mumbai Indians or Chennai Super Kings is to the IPL. Not a lot of uh, trades. They just stick to their core group. Uh, you mentioned the four names, Erin Burns, Ash Gardner. A lot of these players have been consistent in their squad. With a settled core group, this side can do a lot of wonders. They already know players uh, well enough and uh, the bubble should not be a huge factor for them. And yeah, Ashley Gardner had a terrific series against New Zealand. She scored what, heavily in the T20s coming down, rescuing Australia. That's a big confidence booster for Gardner and for uh, Sixers, isn't it? Yeah, and um, I'm going to make a bit of a prediction here, but I think WBBL 6 is going to be the year of Ashley Gardner. I think she's finally understood that she doesn't always have to be that bish-bosh-bash-ash. She doesn't have to go and hit, you know, boundaries and sixes from ball one. She can play herself in. So I, I think Ashley Gardner is going to play a huge role for it, Sydney Sixers this year. That's a wonderful prediction of this being the season of Ashley Gardner. Yes, your prediction or your expectations from the side in pink. I, I, I love that big bash, posh, ash uh, thing. And I think so she would be the player to look out for for the Sixers. I expect a top two finish. I want them to play the finals against Stars. So yeah, I expect a top two finish from them. All right, at the halfway stage of this team preview, we already have a champion declared. We have a finalist declare and we have a wooden spoon uh, side pick. So let's look at the others who could sort of fill in the gap. And for, for that, let's move on to Melbourne Renegades. Amy Satchetwit is back. Is, is that, that, could be, that could be it for Melbourne Renegades, isn't it, Ananya? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think everyone's really excited to see her. She did well against Australia's coming into this series with form. So, yeah, huge, uh, you know, huge news for Renegades, but again, the loss of just someone like Jess Duffin is, is going to impact them, I think. Uh, yes, you know, Satterthwaite comes in, Duffin goes out. I think last year they missed Satterthwaite, and I think this year they're going to miss Duffin, just simply because she's able to hold that middle order together and also 
play the role of a finisher she's expansive she can she's very versatile and uh, just that experience i think uh, you know renegades will miss her uh, but again they've got someone like lizelle lee to slot in at the top of the order so it's going to be interesting to see you know how they manage because uh, again liata who's injury how many games will she play when will she play there are a lot of things for them to consider but i think the uh, australians are going to be key for them molly strano sophie molvenew uh, you know that group of, of young georgia wareham has to step up in a wbbl she hasn't done that so far so i think for renegades more than the internationals it's going to be that core group of young australians and you know where they finish will be dependent on them yes i'm going to take two names one lia tahuhu second maitland brown one who sort of injured didn't have the best of international series in the lead up to the big bash but brown ha- has plenty to prove if i may so say because one she's got a call up to the national side and two she didn't get to play so is is that a burning fire you see in a player and what what's your overall assessment of renegade uh there is a, there will be a burning fire but end of the day you get to train with the international squad that should be it so she was with the international squad for close to a month she was in brisbane uh, understanding how uh, the international players play the skills everything so i think so uh, that should help a lot end of the day she is going to be one of those important players alongside uh, where molinu and strano which uh, ananya mentioned as will be uh, erin physically uh, who's uh, got from hurricanes to uh, renegade she'll she'll possibly uh, open with uh, lizel lee at the top of the order but uh, the injury to tahu is going to be a huge factor for renegades if she doesn't start like having said all that what what's your expectation where will they finish my expectation is uh, they will try for the top four spots but i think so they should finish somewhere at number 5 kananya i think they have backup for all the departments you talk about spin bowling there's the strano of course there's molinu you talk about batsmanship there there are plenty of options so what's your take where will they finish what's your expectations from renegade um again considering the i suppose the the fact that they've retained their core group and they know how to now push for that top four place i think they should make the top four top four for melbourne renegades let's move on to fourth scorchers one of the most successful franchises when it comes to the men's big bash league but not so much when it comes to the women's big bash league but this could be the season with sophie divine beth mooney you name it and they have it so ananya your first look at fourth scorchers and what what's the thought Yeah I mean Perth Scorchers had the two biggest signings I suppose of this WBBL I mean both Mooney and Divine the highest the two highest run getters from last year coming into this uh, team I mean it, it's it's really exciting to think you know of Divine and Mooney opening together one a huge hitter the other someone who's you know able to I suppose she's very versatile it knows how to be successful at the top of the order so it's it's very exciting for perth scorchers but again i think they try to make up for the loss of landing with two big signings that's what it feels like but again divine with the captaincy how much will that weigh her down uh, it's a new franchise it's new players uh, she has to get used to a whole new culture 
so it's exciting but i'm i'm a bit skeptical about them i feel like uh, it's it's the nicole boltons it's the chloe piparos the heather grams who are going to you know i think play a bigger role in their success of course the divines and the moonies will take the headlines but i think that group of players will play a bigger role for them the other thing uh, that first quarters have is the presence of sara glen the kind of series that she had against west indies amy jones with the kind of innings that she played yes do you think that they have all their bases covered uh, they do uh, except for the middle order if uh, i have to put it in that way but uh, heather gram should uh, make it up for them uh, they have a good uh, top order they have jones they have divine they have muni so yeah, that that's 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 a great top order to have uh, but i think so and heather gram is going to play a huge role uh, for them want to the expectations and predictions what's it going to be yash because remember there's no meg landing anymore with the first quarter that's the reason uh, i think so they'll finish 3 or something uh, as much as i would want them to be in the final i think so they'll finish 3 your take ananya yeah i'm going to say 3 as well I think they'll make the semis australia's number 3 missing but first quarter will finish number 3 feel yash and ananya Let's move on to Adelaide Strikers, the runners of of last season. As much as the team succeeded, it was all about Sophie Divine, wasn't it? The one batter, the one opener, the one bowler who carried the team. Uh, and you take that player away, and how will how will Strikers fare? Yes, Divine is out. So it's like uh, if you just consider last year, ninety percent of their team is gone. but they have a good signing in uh, laura bulbard stefani taylor is in good form so she gives you with the bat and the bowl susie bates uh, at the top of the order uh, possibly if she bowls she's going to be a huge factor but end of the day you have a very strong talia magra who can be at the top of the order we've seen how she finishes for australia when lanning got injured uh, and at the same time have megan shoot so they have a very good uh, core so i think so that should do for them even with divine out i think so the others need to take up that responsibility and they should be able to uh, do justice to that the cycle there's a sense of familiarity isn't it talia magra bridget patterson these are megan shoot of course these are names that we've been seeing with them for a long time and anina what's your assessment yeah i mean i think uh... with uh, strikers it's very similar to uh, sydney sixers in the sense that they, ha- they have a strong australian contingent and i think that holds them in good stead yes they've lost sophie divine they've lost a smash sister so how will you know susie bates do uh, but i think that the their strong australian contingent kind of holds them in good stead because one uh, they have international experience and they are you know experienced campaigners in the wncl so they know how to score runs they know how to win games if you look at a bridget patterson a sarah coy a megan shoot all these people know how to do uh, you know know how to succeed and that's very important but again you can't replace someone like uh, sophie devine i think stefani taylor laura wolvart are a very good signings will fill some holes but you can't fill a sophie devine sized hole that's it's just impossible An interesting name in this Tigers lineup is Amanda Jade Wellington. She was kind of the premier leg spinner for Australia before Georgia Wareham took over. So, Anna, your assessment of her performance, her hunger to succeed, and overall your prediction as far as Tigers are concerned? Well, I think uh, Wellington had a very good BBL last year. She, I think she 
was unlucky to kind of not be able to nudge wear him out or even make an extended 18 member squad this time but uh, yeah she'll, she'll definitely be hungry uh, to do well this year as well she's improved as a batter so i think that adds great depth to the lineup it adds power that's innovation at the bottom half so that's uh, something that uh, will help them as far as where they'll finish i think it's going to be a middle of the table finish for them i don't see them pushing top four simply because of the missing divine well they have one of the flavors of the season flavors of the t20 world cup laura volpard in them so does that in any way play a role in your predictions yeah 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 she does so i think so they'll uh, do the top four finish so yeah number four for me last but not the least let's move on to the current defending champions the brisbane heat but looking at the squad in itself their match winners the the ones who have had habits of winning two uh, wbbl titles are most of them are not here there's a new recruit in nadine de clerk uh, there's amelia kerr of course so yes your first so yes your first thoughts about brisbane heat so their two time winning captain kirby short is not there they have lost uh, beth mooney they have lost sammy jo johnson uh, which are uh, which which are, which is big for them uh, the only uh, retention overseas good retention they have is amelia kerr they have signed nadine de clerk but uh, the squad does not look that good on paper as it did for the last two seasons when they were winning so uh, yeah the hopes are not that high if they're still able to win uh, because of maybe their core queensland group that could be a factor So Ananya, there's a new captain in Jess Johnson as well. So what would she be feeling given that all the match winners are sort of gone from the from the side? I mean, I think if you say all the match winners are gone from the side, I think Grace Harris is, will have something to say. I think she is probably um, no, you know, no offense to any of the other Australians, but I think she's the biggest match winner Australia has at this point. even with the heelys and the perries i think she's someone who can turn any game on its head um from any point with bat with ball and uh, i mean i i think she's going to have a huge role to play yes jonathan is going to feel i suppose a, a bit of pressure considering she doesn't have the big names but i think she has utility cricketers in the delisa kimmins and in, in grace harris laura harris um so amelia kerr maddy green they're all utility cricketers and in t20 that's what you're looking for yes you know you want a big name but you also want people who can do everything and i think while brisbane heat don't have the big names they have players who can chip in with every skill and that's important again but i agree with yash that i don't see them finishing in the top four i don't see them you know managing a three peak but uh, i i think the squad doesn't look great but i think they'll manage to i suppose cause a few upsets if you can say brisbane we are down to a stage where brisbane hate victories will be called upset but uh, yes your what's your assessment where will they finish number 7 that's the only number remaining now <laughs> and ananya do you have any signing star that you see from heat and your prediction as well Well I think uh, Nadine Declerc should uh, it's her first experience so hopefully they use her well and you know she's able to I suppose carry that momentum from the T20 World Cup but I'm hoping for a big year for Grace Harris 
big here for Grace Harris. We are in the season of Ashley Gardner, and it's the season of Laura Wolfard. We've had these three names that been thrown at various times. So, listeners, who do you think will be the stars of WBBL six? Where do you think will the team finish at the end of the season? Do let us know by writing to us at cleanbowlpodcast at gmail dot com or letting us know in the comments. That's a wrap from this WBBL team preview on Avnir presents the Clean Bowl podcast.